0: Welcome to Career Bits, the weekly podcast of the University Career Center of UNC Charlotte. I'm Jay, and this week our theme is making the most of your virtual opportunities. And happy to have on this show as our featured guest, longtime friend and colleague of mine, Dr. Robert Shindel, President and CEO of Intern Bridge Incorporated. Robert, thanks for joining us on Career Bits. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate it. So just in a nutshell, tell folks what Intern Bridge is and kind of what you do and things, and then we'll, we'll get into some discussion here.
1: Excellent. Internbridge is a research and consulting firm. We focus in on helping employers build, sustain, enhance their internship initiatives. Uh, we work with students to help them make sure that they get the very most out of their internship experiences, be it virtual or be it uh, be it you know a more traditional uh, work learning experience. And we work with our friends and partners in higher education. Uh, To bridge the gap between the student expectations, employer expectations, because we know that when uh, when these three groups are all having a
0: uh, meaningful experience within the internship space, that really that's where our success lies. Absolutely. That's where I want to start with is as you've been working with companies the last you know, 10, 12 weeks, as things have transitioned to where so many more places are now working online, so many of our students have reported if they're still doing internships, they're virtual now. What are things that you've seen companies do that have made internship programs successful through a virtual platform?
1: One is just the planning, just taking a step back and saying, OK, this summer is not going to be like last summer. And I think that once, once an employer gets over that mental barrier, um, good things can start to happen because then we get into the creativity. Then we get into, okay, if it's not going to be like last summer, what can it be like? And just because it's not going to be like last summer doesn't mean that it can't be better. Um, I, one of the, the key things that, that we've been talking with employers about is the fact that to, today's college student There is no better group of students that is more prepared for this moment than them. Every student on pretty much any campus anywhere in the country has done some type of online learning, online engagement, whether it be a total full class. Uh, which I also am an adjunct professor and I teach online. So I know students are having that experience. But even if they're having a, a traditional class, there, there are many times um, parts of that course that are done online. So the students today are so much better prepared. The technology is better. They, they are, again, students today are, uh, digital natives where many of those of us are digital immigrants um, and so students today are just better prepared more comfortable and a lot of times employers are like well wait a minute you know if we do something will it meet their expectations and so one of the things we, we talk with our employers about is just being transparent and working with the students saying hey listen this is the first time we've ever done a virtual internship Um, We're new to it. We know that you're much more comfortable in this space. What are some things that we could do together in this new environment that would really be beneficial? And when we do that, we're doing a couple different things. One, we're engaging the student in their own learning, and we're taking some of the pressure off of ourselves as an employer to have, quote unquote, all of the answers all of the time.
0: So on that end, if you're a student and you've been going through with the company and they say, hey, we're going to keep you on, we're going to work with you through this, but we're going to have to figure this out as we go. What are some things as a student, if you're, you're basically now in the role where you're going to have to teach them, hey, here's what I need and what I can do. How do you start that conversation with your supervisor? And then how do you deliver on on some of the things you can get the most out of? Well, Oh wow, that's that's.
1: There's so much in that question, um, but really, it comes as you mentioned. It comes back to the student, and I think that this, the the student or the intern, the young professional making this transition into this into this new environment needs to come to the plate with their bat ready to swing. And um, you know, when we look at what a student can do, there's an acronym that I I've used it for years. It makes so much sense, um, and it's planned. The word plan and the the four letters of this form the acronym, and that is prepare for the journey, launch into action, adjust as you go, and network with those who know. So by preparing for this journey, you know really identifying some things that you could do for the employer, things that um, that are maybe in the job description that, uh, or maybe not in the job description, that you, your skills that you're bringing to the table. You got to launch into action, and that means writing it down. Just don't come with ideas and, and, you know, say, okay, Hey, supervisor, I can do all of these great things, blah, blah, blah. No, write the plan down. Say, this is what we can do, um, on top of or in place of, or whatever. And then the, a adjust as you go. Um, you know, not every day is going to be perfect. And that, um, uh, agility, uh, that ability to be agile is so critical. Um, and for, you know, as we come into it and say, you know, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm here, well, what can I do today? Even if it's not in the quote unquote plan, what can I do today to make an impact? And then network with those who know, ask questions. And when you think you've asked enough questions, ask some more. Um, networking is not just with other people, it's also with information networking with other, your, your colleagues and saying, okay, Hey um, you know, I know two of my classmates are out on these internships. Let me give them a call Let me shoot them a text and find out what they're doing and really trying to bring almost a, a crowdsource mentality back to your employer. So what does this communicate to your supervisor? It communicates proactiveness. It communicates, you know, your ability to be flexible. It communicates, um, that initiative um, that you care, that you really want to be involved. And there isn't an employer on the planet who doesn't want to hire somebody with that type of skill and that type of attitude. Um, So on the flip side, what we don't want to do is show up and say, what can you do for me? And wait for things to happen. Because if that's the case, especially in this virtual environment, you are not going to have a very positive experience.
0: One thing we've seen a rise of are micro internships or kind of short-term project-based things so that a number of companies are now taking on um, in addition to the traditional internship programs or maybe even the traditional virtual programs. How do you see micro internships working? Can you you know a lot of things we hear from students says can I get enough out of that for it to be worthwhile? Where do you see that going and what you're hearing in the, in the marketplace? I am a huge, huge, huge
1: fan of um, of the concept of micro-internships, uh, and not just in the concept, but actual the, the, the delivery of them. And here's why. Um, when we look at the transition from the traditional academic environment into the world of work, um, historically... Many students came to college and worked through college and had, you know, multiple jobs before they hit that first internship. Today, that is not so much the case that many of the, you know, the jobs that uh, students have prior to an internship are serv- I mean, yes, they're they're money jobs. They're you know, things that we can earn money, but they're not in that professional space. And I think what micro internships do is create an environment where we can start to get our feet wet. We start wading into the to the shallow end of the pool. We get used to how we <laughs> communicate with um, with our employers. Um, you know, the analogy that kind of comes into my head when I think about the continuum of of uh, micro internships to internships to a full time job is very similar to that of of dating. You know, when when a micro internship is that is that initial first date. It's you know you're just dating. You're just trying to figure out if this is a good fit. Um, an internship is more kind of like an engagement. It's it, you know you're getting more serious, right? You're you're more invested. They're more invested. And that full time job is that marriage. Um, and that continuum. If a student gets in, it's like, even in. And what I like about micro internships is the fact that freshman, sophomore, I mean, those, even before you get into your core coursework in marketing or accounting or whatever that is, you can do these types of of projects to help build your skills in those areas. So it makes you more marketable when you hit that internship platform or that, that area. And then the internship makes you more uh, marketable as a full-time employee. So all of these things fit together so nicely in helping students to create their, um, their toolbox, their,
0: um, their skill set that they can then communicate to an employer. One of the things, Robert, that I've contended since the start of this is that students coming out of the post COVID world are going to go into a world of work where more and more employers now see there's a lot of our workforce that may never come into the physical office. So, but we still want them to be a part of our culture and to onboard with us. So. As, as you've seen employers go about trying to make sure that, yeah, you can work remotely, but I still want you to feel like you're part of the team. What are some of the neater things you've seen companies do to, to be a part of that? Or maybe that you've seen job seekers and interns do to make sure they're ingraining themselves as part of the culture of an organization while working virtually?
1: Well, I think one, it starts with today, you know, just like I mentioned before, today's college students are much more um, comfortable in this virtual environment. They're much more comfortable. Uh, connecting and 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 understanding and learning in this environment. So employers aren't. This is, I mean, I've been talking with employers, you know, since this started this thing, and I've talked with supervisors that have said this is the first time I've worked remotely, and I've been in in you know this company for eighteen years or twenty years or whatever. So they tend to be a little less comfortable in this environment. Uh, some of the I think more unique things that employers do is one ask interns is is really engaging the intern in their in the outcomes that they want to have and being very transparent as i mentioned earlier hey this is the first time we've ever had to work remotely what are some things that you know we can do and when we engage the intern that way that there's a connection there that, that you can make um, other things like having um, you know, when you do the Zoom meetings or the you know go to meetings or whatever, that uh, you have some type of company background that you um you know employers I think are sending out a little bit more swag than normal. Uh, you know, whether it be coffee cups or or t-shirts or golf shirts or whatever, something with that company logo on it that that helps the, that feeling of belonging. Uh, I also think there's an increase in really good, meaningful communication. People are talking more because we can't just, oh, I, you know, run down the hall and, and connect with Susie, the intern. I have to really plan out that meeting. And, and the same is true for the stoop. Um, so I think that the communication that is happening is much deeper and much more meaningful,
0: which then creates better connections in the future. Absolutely. Robert, tell folks how they can follow intern bridge and the research and the work that you are all doing and how they can connect with you on LinkedIn. Sure. Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. It's Robert Chindel. Uh,
1: as far as I know, I'm the only one. Um, but uh, InternBridge is at InternBridge.com. Uh, my email address: Robert at InternBridge.com. We try to keep things simple. Uh, and again, we love to connect with employers to help them um, kind of kind of find success in this environment. We've got some uh, some really fantastic recorded material that we've we've done for students to help them. Uh, get more uh, comfortable, even though they generally are much more comfortable, but just really giving them some tactical approaches to how they can approach their internship experience.
0: I think that's great, too. And it, even though as a student, you may be really comfortable working in the virtual environment and all those kind of things, you're comfortable with it because you do it all the time, but it's for fun. Now you've got to figure out, how do I do that professionally? And that's what you know, the career centers can do. And of course, uh, resources like Intern Bridge as well. So, Robert, thank you again for being a part of Career Bits today and talking with our group. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Jay. Now joined by Patrick, Matthew, and Jesse from the University Career Center. What's happening, y'all?
2: Hello. Hi, Hi, everybody. What's
0: going on? All right, so we've got good words from Robert there, gang. I know we had some uh, some resources we wanted to highlight for the week before we jump back onto topics. So, Patrick, let's start with you.
2: Yeah, so I was reading an article that's talking about the top 12 employers that people want to work for in this particular area and the jobs that they currently have open. I'm going to just read through a list of some of the ones that are on here. Uh, Bank of America, Red Ventures, Atrium Health, Wells Fargo, Duke Energy, Honeywell, Novant Health, Carolina Panthers, Lowe's, Ally Bank, LendingTree, and then there's a, a lot of honorable mentions. So all of these have are reported by people as being their choice employer and they have current job openings. So I encourage you guys to look at their website and, and move forward if you're looking for new opportunities.
3: Yeah, awesome, Patrick. And there's a bunch of other employers that are also currently hiring for virtual types of positions listed in Hire HireNiner. So HireNiner.uncc.edu is um, a place where you can go to find employers that are hiring for jobs and internships for UNC Charlotte students. So Viva Systems, Memorable Media, the Reese Collective, Brave Step, and nearly 50 other virtual opportunities are currently listed in Hire Niner. so make sure you go in there and apply for those opportunities.
2: If you're missing our office, our physical office, we've created a new video of our office for our visitors and our new employers to get to know what we're all about and the space that, that they have to use to talk with you students. So check it out. Just go to our YouTube channel and check out our our office tour video.
3: Yeah. And if you're looking for other types of like events to do virtually, so that way you can stay engaged, meet people, network. It's all about a networking game a lot of the time. So check out Eventbrite and also check out Hopin, H-O-P-I-N. So these are two online platforms for you to go in. and You can do a lot of cool networking events and a lot of them are really free right now. So make sure you take advantage of those.
2: And I will say, I'm going to round us up by saying that we have a virtual job fair coming up in a couple of weeks. Check out our career website for the date and details and how to register for this event. Last time I checked, 125 employers are registered, and this is something we're partnering on with a, a few other career centers across the nation for you all.
0: Lots of great resources and things, and it really is all built around, again, these virtual opportunities, and that's where I want to open up the the floor for all of you three to talk about it a little bit. We talked with Robert about it too. And specifically, you know, he's an area of expertise is internships and kind of making the most out of internships. And he works with a lot of companies to help them bridge their internship programs into virtual opportunities. And he also gave some advice to students, but all of you talk with students on a daily basis and hear from a lot of them are going into virtual internships or short-term internship opportunities how can they make the most out of those, knowing that that's so different than what they're used to? Matthew, I know you got thoughts on it. Yeah,
3: definitely. So I think whenever you go into an internship, whether it's in person or virtual, but especially when it's virtual, you want to make yourself indispensable. So when you're looking at your internship, read through description really carefully. Make sure you understand the basics of what they're wanting from you. But then make sure that if you have extra time, don't just like you know waste that time. Go back to your supervisor. Ask if there was other projects they need help with really making yourself the person they go to to fill in for other people who are maybe needing assistance or to maybe help out with other projects. That's really what you want to do. Make sure your brand, both in a virtual and an in-person internship, is the person that they want. So hopefully that can eventually lead to growing your network and then growing those possibilities for full-time work after you graduate.
2: Jumping off of that, Matt, I think you make a really good point about, um, you know, staying connected and getting connected, whether this is virtual or online or in person. Uh, so I would recommend if you are, uh, you know, in an internship or even at a part-time job this this summer, especially if it's virtual, because it might not come as naturally, try to make as many connections as possible. So talk with your team, talk with your supervisor, and see who else you can get introduced to Um, at the employer, the company, organization, learn more about their jobs, their job functions, different areas outside of maybe what your role is so you can better understand the company culture um, and maybe even explore different career paths that you haven't thought about before. And don't forget that resume, all of this stuff, you're using new technology like Slack and Microsoft Teams and Zoom and whatever else is out there to help manage the work and the workflow and, and making sure that you're working well on Teams and streamlining things. That's stuff that you can talk about in a resume. That's stuff that you can talk about in future interviews because that's going to be part of all jobs um, for the the future of work.
0: Yeah, on that note, when it comes to doing like short-term projects and maybe micro-internships, stuff like that, or where you're working on something very specific and maybe learn a new piece of software, what's the best way to incorporate that kind of stuff in your resume rather than just list that I know how to use Microsoft Teams? What's a good way to integrate that in your resume and then be able to talk about it in a minute? With
3: somebody? Sure, I'll take it. So, I mean, for me, I think it's really, the employers want to see like the XYZ, right? So what platform did you use? How did you use it? And what was kind of the outcome of using it, right? So you really want to make sure that you are creating a narrative that employers can like sink their teeth into and they can understand how you utilize the technology. And, you know, if you come up with some great ideas and you want to integrate new technologies that you know of and it's helped your internship out, better make note of that. Right, because it's really changing the way the employer even works. So you know, doing those types of things are super, super imperative. And one thing I also notice when talking to students on a virtual aspect and even an in- in-person internship, they'll say, "Well, I don't want to bother my su- supervisor with you know questions or with asking for new projects." You are not bothering them. Believe me, if you are asking them to help them out, they're going to be fine with it. But you got to speak up, right? Don't fall back into the corner. I remember when I used to be a casting director, we'd have interns who would just sit over in the corner and just play on their phones because we could just hear them just to text them. That was back in the days where you could hear the clicking of texts. And then, um, but now, you know, what we, the interns that would stick out to us the most were the ones that were like, hey, Matt, like, I know you need to do this every week, right? We needed to send out thank you cards every week. So they went ahead and did them for us. Those were the interns who stood out to us. And those were the interns that were offered positions afterwards.
2: And don't forget that not everybody knows technology. So if you know technology, why not train your your fellow colleagues? Help them learn some of these new processes. And that's another skill that you can talk about later on.
0: I'll jump in on that too. Train each other. You know, as you're in contact with your fellow classmates and things, these are your future colleagues at work. And if you learn something cool and you're, you know, talking online with your friends at night, say, hey, do any of you know how to use, you know, Teams or Zoom or you know how to use, uh, you know, Slack? No, but I think that's cool. Well, here, let me show you how we use it. Show people how to do that. It just it shows one you're able to train people and you're able to send information out, which is a very valuable set of skills for any organization. And it'll give you an opportunity to practice telling someone. One, how you know how to do something. That's a great practice for an interview, and it's a good way to, to engage with folks as well and keep your mind engaged throughout this entire process. All right. Well, Patrick, I think it's time for your final thoughts of the week. Ooh,
2: final thoughts. Well, let's keep it around this idea of micro-internships and project-based learning. The future of work, from all the articles and the research that I've been collecting over the past few weeks, is pointing towards a future of project-based work, meaning That your traditional internships, even though they still exist and they'll exist in the future, these micro-internships, this project-based learning, this project experience is going to become a huge new wave. So the Career Center is hard at work to bring more of these opportunities to you so that for those of you who don't have time for a 16-week internship or a two-week unpaid experience, you will be able to have these opportunities without disrupting your ability to pay for college and do the things that you want to do. And build that foundation for your future. So pay attention to what we're doing, join us, help us out, and let's make this a really cool opportunity for everybody.
0: Well said, and big announcement here for the show. Over the next several weeks, we are going to be featuring our career communities. Once a week, um, each uh, show, upcoming show is going to be centered around specifically information about one of the career communities. So if you've got interest in arts, media, and design, energy, and engineering, business, financial services, and logistics, or any of the other ones, you can listen to that show. We're going to have an industry guest to be a part of the process, as well as hear from some of our career coaches in the office and folks here on campus so you can learn more about it. So that's really our summer series. So Patrick, Matthew, and Jesse may be popping in here and there on the next few shows, but for the most part, you guys are on summer assignment, as it were, and then uh, we'll be coming back in the fall uh, once again for more Career Bits each week. Folks, thanks for joining us and listening. As always, again, stay connected to the Career Center. Follow us on social media at NinerCareers, Careers, and you can find all updates on our website, career.uncc.edu.